You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 6, episode 3131, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World. You have found Horses in the Morning on a Monday. You're in for an amazing horsey week of laughter, learning, and fun with Glenn and Jamie. Hey, Jamie, I got a question for you. What's the largest horse you've ever seen in person? Um, I, cur- um, I currently have one in training that's 18 hands, and he is the biggest thing I've ever seen. I mean, he's ginormous. So when we were at a draft horse auction in Pennsylvania where I bought my one draft horse, we saw a 20-hand uh, Belgian. And that was the largest horse I've ever seen. And let me tell you, when you, when you add the girth to a 20-hand horse that's a draft horse, it, it's just enormous. Well, we have a guest today. Paige is stopping by to share her story of her amazing 19.3-hand warm blood. His name is Walter, and we're going to find out how did she end up with Walter and what's the story there, because that's one huge horse. Auditor Madison's going to update us on her Ocala adventure. She was in studio a while back, and we're going to share some stories from the weekend, and we have some question first world problems, and I have a new segment that I am calling Monday Shorts. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, I know many of our listeners were without power this weekend. Kentucky got hit hard. We both lived in Lexington before. There's still people in Lexington without power. There's like hundreds of thousands of people in Kentucky without power. I think I saw Karen from Kentucky Performance Products was out of power. Well, we both been to her house. I understand why. It's it's back. It's it's back a ways. She's a lot of trees between her and the power poles. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we wish them all the best. And when you get your power back, maybe you can download these episodes and listen to them. I'm stormed out right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, Enough a, with the storms. I think a lot of people are stormed out right now. All right, let's do some Daily Winnies. No auditor birthdays today, but uh, the host of the Humblehoof podcast, Alicia, it's her birthday. Happy birthday to you. And our attorney, the one that helped us actually sell the company, Gerard, it's his birthday too. So happy birthday to Gerard. And I wanted to give everybody who came out to lunch on on Saturday at the World Equestrian Center, uh, we had seven states represented, believe it or not. Uh, there were a lot of people from out of town at WEC over the weekend. And it was also to see, good to see old friends and meet new ones at the expo. It was uh, it was a small expo. You know, if you're used to Equine Affair, it was a small expo, but it was their first one. I will say that it looks smaller because the expo center there at the World Equestrian Center, which they have numerous of, are enormous. They're just the biggest inside buildings I've ever seen. Uh, I did find a couple of cool products that I had never seen before, which I see a lot of products going to these trade shows, so that's kind of surprising. But there was a new field feeder you know those big round ones that you put the round bales in? Yeah. Well, this is meant for square bales, and it has the slow feeder net on top. And let me tell you, it's horse husband approved because it was so easy to put the hay in and out. It wasn't like using a hay net. So I want to get the lady on because she invented it, and I love this thing. And they make one for the corner of your stall, too. And it's just so simple to design. It's so easy to use. Plus, Kayla, uh, in the EquiHealth booth, of course, Kayla does one month or one episode a month here on Horses in the Morning. Um, she had she, a, she was in a booth. That girl does everything. No, she had a whole EquiHealth booth there. She was selling stuff and it was a very nice booth. She had these huge air conditioners that are on wheels that you roll in front of the horse's stall. So it's meant for to cool off the horse's stall. And they were the coolest things I've seen. And they really worked. I mean, the fans on them were would blast you over. And it, it cools the air by take you put water in the bottom. I don't know. But, like a swamp cooler kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, kind of like a swamp cooler, except they were 
effective. I mean, really effective. Uh, and I'm going to have her talk about that on the show as well, because I really thought, wow, in Florida, that would be a great thing to have. Um, but yeah, it just plugs into a regular outlet and you wheel it out of the way when you're done with it. You wheel it back in front of the stall if they're in during the day or night and it's super hot. They were really cool. So those were the two products I saw and went, oh, those are really neat. I haven't seen those before. So those that's what I took away. Those, those are the ones that uh, that I really liked. Well, it was a heck of a weekend here at the farm and and my husband was at at work. So he he he's been gone. It's been when you make captain um and you've been a first officer and you make captain, you go to the bottom of the totem pole when you start with a new position at this so he's job flying position. to milwaukee and remote uh places in maine oh <laughs> if it was only that nice like just the worst just it's just it's been it's been really hard so at some point i guess there was some maintenance problems on one of the planes on saturday and they were like mm, sorry you've timed out you have to go home Yes. <laughs> so my husband was actually home on a sunday and what did he do all sunday I bought this shed, but it was like $1,500 to have it installed. And so I bought it <laughs> in pieces because I'm really, I need more tack room space because my tack room is also my feed room. It's just a big mess. There's so many saddles and all this stuff. First, first world problems. And so um, what did my husband do all day? He and Farm Boy. Because I was like, I, you can't build this by yourself. And Farm Boy's like, that sounds like a giant Lego piece. I'm excited. <laughs> so he and Farm Boy spent the day um putting together a shed and they're not done. I mean, it's a mess. Like he came up and he was like, well, I can't, I can't get it. I can't figure it out. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. Was this a plastic one? No, it's, it's, it's a wood one. I mean, he's having to do, I don't, I think when I told him, I was like, it's 1500 less if we put it together ourselves. And he was like, yeah, let's save that money. I can do that. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) I think he's regretting that decision. Because it came with Ikea instructions. (laughs) Worse than Ikea. Like think it. The Japanese, Chinese version of Ikea, probably Chinese version of Ikea. It doesn't always and, translate well. <laughs> no, he, he's like, they're just picture. And, and what's, I looked at the instructions because he's like, I just don't understand this one. I just don't get it. And so he holds it out. And I'm like, they're trying to do like a 3D kind of like drawing, but it's an epic fail. And so all the things look like they're going in one direction. I'm like, they don't do that. And just, just stick with me here <laughs> like i understand bad directions because i give bad directions so let me help you out here <laughs> i mean it's like it's it's the worst and i think that if he would have known what he was getting himself into he would have paid the 1500 <laughs> to get it installed but anyway thank you for giving up your entire sunday like horsework you know yay <laughs> Well, I, you know, I uh, I did this kind of the same thing. We put a Max Air fan in our living quarters horse trailer, and anybody knows they're like the best fans you can get for a horse trailer. And uh, it took me four hours on an aluminum roof, and it was almost uh, 85 oh, you degrees. On Sunday yeah. too? It was almost 85 degrees with the sun beating down on the aluminum roof, and I was up there for about four hours scraping, uh, scraping all kinds of putty off and stuff that, oh. It was fun. Are you sunburned? Yeah. And a little sore. <laughs> a little sore. So uh, let's uh, let's do a new segment that I'm calling Monday Shorts. And that's, I might have to rename that. Yeah, I don't Go know ahead. what to call it. I, I didn't come up with a clever name. I wasn't feeling clever. I was feeling sore. So, um, so these are just short stories that I found interesting, and I'm just giving you basically. It's kind of like Survey Show, where I'm giving you the titles or the headlines, and then you guys can go, if you're interested and go look it up yourself. That's basically what I have ADD. This is what I got out of these stories. This is perfect for you. You just find a headline and then you read it to us. I read like the first couple paragraphs, which is all I ever read of stories. And it's perfect. It's, it's, this is the, maybe we should add ADHD in the title of this Monday (laughs) ADHD shorts. Perfect. Glenn's Monday Madness. (laughs) You know, I love alliteration. So we've got to come up with something. Hey, so the first story involves 
Well, it involves two things around the Horse Radio Network, and that is the eventing season kicks off every year at Bruce's Field in Aiken, and they have what's called the Grand Prix of Eventing. It's a Grand Prix Eventing Festival. It's $50,000 in prize money, and everybody goes up there, and it's kind of like the unofficial start to the eventing season, and of course in Aiken, South Carolina. And what happened this year was... uh, it was won by Liz Holiday Sharp, who used to host the Eventing Radio Show. So, uh, and Doug Payne was winning up until the last round where Liz took over and won. Did it. you watch so, this video of Liz riding in this? No, I did not. I did, and I don't know which horse. What, what horse was she riding? Mixed Master C. Yes. Okay. That's her I winning horse. She rode two, but that was her winning horse. I yeah. thought she was getting run away with the whole entire time. <laughs> that horse she kind of rides that way so though. Fast. I was worried for her. I was like, thank God this horse is so gamey because like they were hauling mail. Uh, and, and it's it's a cool course where it's like in an arena and then they go on the grass and then they're riding between humans and then they're coming back in the arena and then going back out in the field. And it was like the longest cross country course. I don't know how any of these horses are fit for this at the beginning of the season. That's testament to the riders and how hard they've worked. But oh dear God, I was like, oh she's gonna hit the crowd. Oh wait, no. She she did that on purpose. Wait, she's getting <laughs> run away. Oh, we jumped that. Okay. Like, I mean, it was just incredible. So if you want like a Monday boost of awesomeness, go watch Liz Sharp at the Bruce Field in Aiken. I think it almost, it makes it just as, the way they do these Grand Prix is they do dressage and then show jumping and then they end on cross country. And I think it just adds, a, it's a fun way to a different way to do it, and it adds a whole new level of excitement when you're ending on cross country. I think it's just kind of cool. And but of course, you don't get your victory gallop. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although they probably <laughs> do that, that anyway. I've been a part of many of them. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do that anyway. So that was my first uh, short story. And Doug Payne, of course, is related uh, is related by marriage to Jess Payne, who hosts Heels Down Happy Hour. So there was two two ways, uh, two intersections with Horse Radio Network. You don't have to introduce Doug Payne or Jess Payne. Just jockey uh, Vern, I was giving a plug for Heels Down Happy Hour. Okay. Um, jockey Vernon Bush, who is 61 years old, did something that was quite unthinkable at Tampa Bay Downs on Sunday. He rode two separate 25 to 1 long shots, and they both won. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, 61 years old? <laughs> yes. The first one's <gasps> named Delta Ridge paid $53 to win a four-year-old and then a five-year-old named Distorted Humor, which I thought was a great no, name. No, that's the sire. Oh. Distorted Humor's the sire. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. The gelding's name was Distorted Times. Oh, way different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was the winner of the seventh race. And I'd also paid fifty three forty. So here's a guy who, obviously, if, he, if he's riding the 25 to ones, he's not the top jockey at the track. And he, he rides two of them to victory in one day. Apparently, 61 years old. And here I was like complaining this morning. I'm like, I jumped yesterday two fences and like, I'm so sore. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to go to to switch gears totally to an asteroid. You know how we hear there's asteroids passing the the earth all the time, right? Uh, What's the, the movie that came out? Look up. Don't yes, look up. Don't look up. And there was one called Asteroid. Um, but the, apparently a massive asteroid is pe- passing by uh, the Earth uh, to tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow that it goes by. And is he going to hit us? Should we look up? No, apparently it's still going to be a little ways away. But you know how they usually say something is 15 football fields long to give you a comparison so you can you can kind of get it in your head how big it is. Well, yeah, this, like, uh, it's like two semi-trucks yeah. or something. And, well, this one's 250 meters in diameter. And what they used as their correlation was 145 Clydesdale horses. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's right. When I read the title, I went, what? Yeah. So it's around as much as 145 Clydesdale horses end-to-end. I've actually seen Clydesdale <laughs> in real life, and I would have a hard time understanding the scope of 145 of them standing <laughs> nose to tail, what that would look like. I, I don't, don't know, know where they came like. up with that. Maybe they're just leading something new. I don't know. Maybe they just thought they could catch the attention of horse people. And they did. Look, I'm reading it. I would have never talked about this asteroid, which True. is number 535844. And I feel like maybe we should talk about asteroids that are that big that are 
coming close to the Earth. Call me crazy. <laughs> yeah, but they what they talk about coming close. It's usually like one hundred and twenty thousand miles away. You know, and they're saying one hundred twenty oh, million miles yeah, away. It's close. Uh, next story: Horses are able to discriminate between human odors produced in times of fear and joy. A new report in France has shown. So the scientific reports, that's the that's the Journal of Scientific Reports, said that smell can be added to hearing and vision as senses through which horses can perceive human emotions. I can smell when humans are scared. Yeah, so, so basically Aww. we're screwed. If you're scared or you're fearful, your horse is going to know it. Because every which way your horse is going to know it. I can smell when horses are scared too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Last story. Fewer households in Britain own a horse by a recent survey, but more people are taking part in equestrian sports, a national equestrian survey has revealed. So basically what they said, in the last 12 months, about 4.8% of the population has ridden a horse, which I thought was pretty high. That wouldn't be that high in the United States. Uh, but that And that 3.2 million people have ridden in the UK over the last 12 months, which is up from 2018. But they've seen a decrease in the number of households that own a horse. So that uh, is 331,000 households. So they saw a decrease in the number of people own it, but more people are riding. So the people in in Britain are getting smarter. It's like, don't own them and take care of them. Just pay to ride them. Just ride them. (laughs) That's right. I think they are getting smarter. So there you go. That's uh, That's my Monday ADHD shorts. I just makes me think of you wearing shorts. I just I can't get past it. I gotta I gotta come up with something. Okay, we'll come Glenn's up with a new name Monday for that. Musings. Auditors, if you have any uh, ideas on that, let us know. In the meantime, let's give Madison a call, who's one of our terrific auditors. Uh, she we had her in the studio January the 9th when she arrived for the winter to work at for Farm Vet at the World Equestrian Center. And we just thought we would check in with her and see how she's making out, enjoying nice hot weather when all the rest of you are just putting up a storm after storm. Yeah. Hot, that's perfect. So, Madison, it's been about two months since you were in the studio here at your first adventure in Florida for the winter. How's it been going over at the World Equestrian Center? It has been going great. I'm, like, so sad that the days are counting down now. Are you going to have to go home? I I don't know where I'm going, but it <laughs> won't be as fun as here. So, has it? What it what's been... How has it been compared to what you thought it would be? Well, where, where are you yeah. from? You're, I think you're from Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I live in uh, Noonan. So what's it? What? So what's it been like hanging out over there at the world's largest equestrian center? It's. I mean, I've been between Wack and Hits, um, and just like getting to meet everybody, and you know, we see a lot of the same people. Every day or every week, hopefully not every day, but, um, so people are just really nice and I'm like learning people's names and their horses. And, uh, the other day I got, it worked out that like on my lunch break, I got to go watch one of the customer's horses go and he ended up getting second in the class. One of the, um, welcomes. So that was really cool. And then she came by the store and was like, did you see him? And I was like, yes, I saw him. He was great. Uh, And then just going, I went to the All the Horses, All About the Horses. What was it called? Yeah, the The thing on Saturday. Yep, the expo. Yeah, I went um, yesterday. And uh, I mean, I like the town, too. I've been going to some museums and stuff, trying to get away from horses as well and just... Have you gone to see the Checking manatees at all? Did you get to down to see the manatees? I did. I I did the glass bottom boat uh-huh. tour, which almost made me seasick because they whip those things around. <laughs> <laughs> like, she will not yes, be on the horse lovers cruise. <laughs> oh my god! No. We'll wave to you from the no. dock. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm Team Jamie on that one. Not <laughs> not getting on a cruise. <laughs> But um, yeah. Hopefully, I'll be in in Tulsa, Oklahoma, here soon, Jamie, and then I can oh, bother yeah. you. 
Bring it on down to Norman here. So, first of all, for those listening, it's Madison's day off, finally, and Glenn calls her first thing in the morning. Yeah, so, so I, I, he t- you can say no, Madison. You don't have to wake up and talk to us. That's the first thing. I mean, I haven't done anything else yet today, so I have to <laughs> start somewhere. But listening to you talk about the World Equestrian Center, it just sounds like there's like a big sense of community surrounding a place like that with you describing how you're meeting people and you're cheering for each other. That just sounds so fun. Yeah, it's really cool. And like, once I get to know some of the customers, um, you know, they'll come in and be like, how was, how was your ride? And then they, they'll show me videos of their horse. One girl, um, her horse just moved up to the meters and he decided that it's too small. So he's jumping like over the top of the standards. <laughs> are you telling <laughs> you know, me that so. horse girls are showing you videos of their horses? That is so weird. It's so surprising. <laughs> so you, like uh, have you have you gotten a ride at all? <sighs> I really I've been trying to find someone, but everybody's so busy. So I've been riding one of my friend's little four year olds, but that's it. Well, at least you get to ride a little bit. Yeah. It'd be a bummer if you came down here and did. I know you're putting in long hours at Farm Vet over there. Uh, I know that too. So, and you know what? It's been interesting. I was over there for the Saturday night, the big Grand Prix. The, well, I saw you there. Oh, you, yeah. you braved. Oh, well, not this weekend. Though. No, that no, was it was wild. Like a c- the couple FBI weekends class. ago. Uh, and yeah. I was surprised at the number of people there watching. It wasn't like that last year. So it is insanity every weekend. Yeah. So it definitely, and and I think, Jamie, the thing that's different too, and I was talking about this with a couple of the vendors, is that we're seeing more locals coming out where we never saw local non-horse people coming out where we never Mm -hmm. saw that before. Um, So I think that finally people are figuring out there's a World Equestrian Center and it might be something fun to do on a Saturday night. And it's free. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this weekend was the three-star FEI, it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and that it got really wild. It was really busy, and the All for the Horses Expo, and the Pat Pirelli Expo. I mean, you can't run out of things to do here. No. No, there's definitely something going on all the time. Well, what you work for FarmBet, and you said that they're also looking for help? We are. We're looking for two mobile trailer sales associates so they can sound so like you, you on a monday morning is that what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you travel a bunch you get to meet cool people and see videos of their horses jumping the standards when they're supposed to be jumping a meter <laughs> and you also get paid i assume it's somewhere in there you you do get paid okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where can people um, what do they do if they if they're interested it we have it open on Equistaff and I believe on Yard and Groom okay. right now. Um but if you say that you applied because of me and then you stay for ninety days, I get a bonus. Okay. So make sure you mention so Madison. So mention Madison Tillman. <laughs> yeah. Mention Madison if you apply. I'm an important part, but yeah, we're hiring two people. You get to go all over the country to cool horse shows we're starting to do some aqha shows and some reigning shows as well so if western interests you um we don't have a lot of people on the team that know a lot of western riders so that's always fun very good well madison thanks for joining us we appreciate it we'll let you go back to sleep now (laughs) you know me too well (laughs) bye madison bye bye Glenn, will you stop harassing people? Okay. <laughs> and if you, alone. if you want to learn more about what's going on at the World Question Center, go to worldequestriancenter.com. All right. Let's let's talk to Paige, because I want to know how somebody ends up with an almost 20-hand horse. Hi, Paige. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Where are you at? Are you in Jersey or up northeast somewhere, did I read? Um, I am in Middletown, Maryland, which Maryland. is Frederick County. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Paige, uh, what type of riding do you do? Um, I was formerly a bad eventer and then by medical <laughs> default became a bad dressage rider. Oh, there you go. And okay, I, good. Yeah. You're going to fit right I, in I, here. She's consistent. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. I, I try to be very transparent on, on how bad I am at this, but I'm having a, a wonderful time uh, learning and trying to get better at it. 
Well, you know what? You can have fun being bad at something. It's I've been I, doing I, this I, show I, for 14 years and not gotten yeah, any I mean, better. Yeah, I feel like I. Yes, I, I feel like I've proven that. on I, I post all my videos on, on Facebook. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're braver than us with that one. Um, but now, part of this story that we're going to tell about, about Walter is you had some health issues that you had to deal with. Uh, yes. Can, can you kind of give us just a short version of what they were? I had to have shoulder surgery, um, routine. Uh, you know, I, I had an injury. I have 12 anchors in my shoulder. Surgery went great. Um, nothing the surgeon did wrong, but I woke up out of an anesthesia. I said, there's something wrong with my elbow. And the surgery triggered this very rare degenerative neurologic condition called CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome. And it's very rare. And um, it doesn't have a cure. It's only in pain management. So it is considered a chronic pain disease. Uh, and so I had uh, two spinal cord stimulators implanted for pain management, um, which for me has worked very, very well. So I was able to get off 12 different um, medications that we were trying to use for pain medication, um, narcotics as well. And um, I just have that. And um, it, it works very well. Magnets are my kryptonite, and I don't walk out in electrical storms. Paige, can you please say that this is very rare again? Because Jamie's got to go get shoulder surgery, you know? <laughs> so, um, it's very rare. <laughs> okay, um, it's, it is extremely rare to the point that most doctors don't even know that you have it when you start describing it. I mean, I had to see 14 different doctors before we were able to nail it down. Okay, you can um, start breathing again, Jamie. <laughs> You're wait, good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it, it's something else, let me tell you. Um, so I have these spinal cord stimulators. Um, I have 16 electrodes that are sutured directly onto my spinal cord between C2 wow. and C5. And then I have four more um, uh, percutaneous leads that have four electrodes each that go across my shoulder blades, my upper back and, and my shoulder blades. And um, they're on 24-7. I have a battery in each butt cheek that I recharge twice a week. My husband is one lucky man, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so, all right, um, let's 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 seriously continue on. I think we all got the idea that uh, you've been yeah. through it, but you know, and I want to ask you one other question before we talk about how, why and how you got Walter. Is how tall are you? I'm five foot eight. Okay, so. It, this pain stuff and the, everything you went through happened, and then you needed a horse. Are you allowed to ride? That's a yes or no. Yes. You're, okay, good. Because yes. I wasn't sure the I doctors would ride. allow you to ride. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I, I was not riding for, for about that eight years that um, I, I was in the process of trying to get figured out and, and with the doctors. And then after... I had the surgery in the in, in the spinal stimulators implanted. Um, I was told I had to wait six months before I could ride, and on that day, I, I was riding. So <laughs> and that, that is officially my physical therapy. So then you went looking for a horse, and you found yep. a, a tall one. But how how tall was Walter when you found him? Uh, he was three, and he was between seventeen and seventeen one. And how big did you think he would get? We were thinking he was going to get like 17, 3, 18 hands. I mean, so somewhere in that range, you know, possibility, but not not where he's at now. Yeah. At what point did you give up on 18 hands and go, okay, this is not, he's still growing? Um, well, by the time he was four, he was over 18 hands. And I, I just kept being like, this is a joke. And then it was, he just kept going and going. And I'm like, this can't still be happening. And then when, you know, it was all fun and games until we had to have a custom trailer built for him because he doesn't fit. I was going to say, so, he's not even going to fit in a tall thoroughbred trailer. I'm really scared no. right and now. Then, even the tall, even the custom trailer that we had built for him, he's outgrown that. So we now own the world's most expensive one horse trailer because we <laughs> have to pull the divider out. Oh my God. Okay. And so let me just point out that I have a horse that came for training uh, and he is. He was three when he got here and he's just turned four and he's 18 hands and I'm worried sick after listening oh, yeah. to all this. Oh my gosh. I highly recommend you buy a four-step mounting block. Now, I don't have one and I am begging for one. Um, yeah. How do we you get on? Catapult? Uh, not, not well. It is, it is <laughs> quite embarrassing. I have friends that look the other way. <laughs> Jeez. So he's 19.3 now? Is he done? I don't know. So my stick only goes up to 19 hands, and then I have to take a ruler and kind of measure above that market. Um, so 19.3 is is a 
close guesstimate. Um, I take him to get weighed annually. Uh, we, we go down to Miriam DuPont Equine Center in, in Leesburg. Um, and so he was just about 18, um, 1,800 pounds last year. But he's seven and a half. Um, breeder friends that I have said that if he's this size um, at this age, he could still be going for a couple more years. Come on, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Why I, not I at this point? I don't want to take that opinion as as fact because like it's now he's just a waste of height i mean there's (laughs) like either either go for it or stop but (laughs) so so let's you he's a warm blood what breed is he he is his registry is um oldenburg um he is by dante weltino out of rosemary um who is uh rosentan's first heinrich velton third i'm being a little bit of a breed snob because he's my first warm blood i have always had thoroughbreds so i'm trying to memorize all of these things okay, dante, and, and what, cool i'm kids. writing this down to make sure Raphael doesn't have the same breeding dante what <laughs> dante weltino weltino and are they that tall no, um, Dante Latino, <laughs> I think is seventeen one, and Rosemary, she's normal. I think she's maybe sixteen one or sixteen two. Um, I, I don't, you know, I'm not a breeder. Um, I, I worked in veterinary medicine, but small animal for years, and we removed those bits. So I, I, you know, reproduction is not my my forte. But I feel like his dam has thrown taller offspring. Um, his breeder is Maureen Swanson, and as far as I'm concerned, he's the most perfect creature I've ever well, come across. That's I, what I wanted to ask you. Because obviously, p- taller people, taller horses, heavier horses, whatever, you know, have issues, and it's usually with the feet. You know, I always had Percherons that were pretty tall. You know, eighteen, not this tall, but you know, eighteen and a half hands, and yeah. we always had foot problems. Are you are you having any trouble with him? Other than keeping his freaking shoes on, no. <laughs> How p- um, <laughs> You know, he so we played the pre purchase exam that's been poo pooed on, you know. And I said at three years, I was like, find the OCD lesions. Horses aren't meant to be this big at this age. And um, we, we, did a thorough. I mean, everything was radiographed from elbows and stifles down to his feet, his thoracic spine, nothing. Um, he had a slight twist in his right hoof capsule. They said, put him in front shoes, that will fix it. And we did that. He's a little bit flat soled, and so he stays in front shoes. Um, but he has this massive, huge overstep, and the hind foot just grabs the back of the front shoe, and he just steps right out of them all the time, with or without bell boots. It's the being of my existence. I hate it. It's the only thing I hate about him. So, question: Did you you got him when he was three? Mm-hmm. Was he unstarted when you got him? He had. 60 days, either 60 days or 90 days. I have to go back and look. He, he just, he just started kindergarten um, with a wonderful, wonderful trainer and, and did the best job with him. I want to talk to her or him. Her, <laughs> like yes. I said, I've got this one who's here now. And I mean, at 18 hands, it's an incredible challenge. So I can't imagine 19, you know, like just trying to figure out tack to start a horse that big is such a challenge and coming up. Plus there's the added amount. Does he make you nervous when he's that big? No, but you have to remember that I also was out of tack for a very long time. So we kind of grew up together. And so he feels very normal to me. Um, he doesn't really ride like a big horse unless you take him on the trails and then you eat all the spider webs. But um, <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, he, um, so my trainer, um, she has a, a small indoor of a 40 by 20, and we do better work in there than at home where we have probably the world's largest arena. Um, 10 meter circles, Voltes, he's very well balanced. Um, he, he, he's a dream to ride. Um, but for tack, back to that question, the only thing we've ever had to have made in the very beginning were reins. So the oversized reins were not long enough and we had to have custom reins, but I mean, his bits only a five and a half inch. He, really? he doesn't custom trailer, yeah. you know, yeah, the that custom, little well, thing. Okay. The custom, that, okay. <laughs> Except for the custom trailer part. How about <laughs> blankets? There's no blanket in the world going to fit him. Do you have just buy tents at the at, and convert them? Yeah, so he's in an 87, and they do fit him lengthwise, but it's the depth. So they fit him like mini skirts. <laughs> they come oh down gosh. to like not even below his belly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, his belly, his elbows, his rifles, they all stick out. They're all pulled. 
<laughs> there are challenges with with uh, horses that are are different, for sure. Yes, yes. So, what are your goals with him? Um, you know, I very much would love to earn my USDF medals. Um, I'm two scores away from our bronze, um, and. I'm just going to enjoy this journey and it's going to take us however long, you know, we're not in competition with anyone else and we're going to ride our own ride. And, um, you know, as long as he's happy and healthy and telling me that he is still enjoying his work, then that's what we're going to do. Nice. Well said. When I you come that, by I'm the in competition ju- with anybody else, do you know the <laughs> dressage judges, how they sit in little huts, Jamie, when she comes yeah. by the little hut on that end, they can't see her. No, she's gone. No, they're yeah. like her legs. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, the the mirrors. When you ride by mirrors, um, your your head is normally chopped off of your shoulders, so you can see the lower part. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So so uh, you did say something in in the article I saw that was on horse and hound. You said he is your heart horse. So I assume this one's yeah. staying with you forever. Oh, forever. Um, when I win the lotto, I'll never tell anyone, but he will be cloned. I have never had a heart horse of all the horses I've owned since I was five. And I don't know if it was hormones or as I was a 40 something year old female, but they brought that horse out. And I was like, I will sign the contract now. I do not care. I don't know what happened. It was, it was amazing. It was the weirdest, dumbest thing. I I, I cannot explain it. And I know you- what went on in your head. But, but Daddy, I love him. <laughs> I love him, I Daddy. Just, I, I, I just, it was, it was so strange. I'd never had that happen. We, and I mean, she brought out some incredibly fabulous horses and the ones that I was really interested in on the video. And I mean, I couldn't even ride him because I, I didn't have a saddle I could fit in. I was um, much heavier than I am now, but I also had these batteries in my butt cheeks. And so the cannel kept smacking me in the batteries. If you want to talk about something that'll make your nose run, have someone Mm. smack you in the butt batteries that will do it. So you know, my girlfriend had to ride him. And um, I, I just, I was like, this is incredibly irresponsible and not how you're supposed to do this, but I'm going to write the contract on this horse. I don't know what it is. Do and it's worked it, out for us. Is he the tallest warm blood ever? I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that question. You could get a Guinness World Book of Records for that horse right there. I probably could. Well, so technically, what I've been told is that since Big Jake, the Belgian, had um, passed away, no one else has... Um, registered or signed up, or I, I don't know what the terminology that I'm looking for, for tallest horse in the world through Guinness. So I could submit him, but I feel that that would be a lie because at Gentle Giants Rescue, um, which is in the same state, they have a draft uh, named Phantom that lives there, and he is taller. And so I do know that he's taller than Walt. So you, he should be you could apply for the tallest non-draft breed. I probably could. Yeah. Yeah. I probably could. <laughs> well, this is incredible. Your horse trailer. I think there's a picture of uh, you shared a picture of the back of your horse trailer. And of course it's like the, the two door, you know, open up the trailer and it says um, under the window there, it says attention tailgaters. My horse can poop out the top windows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and he has, he has, he's, he has splattered a couple of cars and then finally um, I got that made and it does work. They back up real fast. <laughs> I love that. Going to horse shows must be interesting for you. You get a million questions. Um, yeah, well, and, and, and it's always, um, this is the tallest horse I've ever seen. And all I can respond is me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You have to learn Um, those little responses just to shut it down or else you're there for 10 hours. (laughs) Well, you know, it's a subject I love talking about, so I'm fine with it. Everyone, he definitely has a fan following and, uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, there's a picture of you, uh, and I, this is where I thought you were shorter than you actually are you yourself are shorter. There's a picture of you standing beside Walter and it makes you look like you're about four foot two. That always makes so, look four foot two. <laughs> so um, I'm actually the rider in that photo and the person standing on the ground is my dear friend, Emily Weber. And she is short. I think she is five foot three or five foot four, something around that, but she is shorter. But yes, that, that is for perspective. Wow. 
Incredible. Well, we're so glad you joined us to talk about Walter. He's a unique character. And as I said, I've owned draft horses that have been pretty big. And uh, they're so much fun. They're just yes. so much fun to be around when, when they're not goofing off. Uh, and, uh, we did The scariest thing I ever had with the big draft horse was for some reason in the barn one day, he decided to rear up and he hit his head on the ceiling of the barn oh. because, you know, he's tall. <laughs> Uh, and then he came down and almost got me. But that was the scariest thing I've ever had. And, but that was the only time I've ever seen him rear up in his entire life. I mean, yeah, no, that that would that would definitely uh, scare me too. That's that's wow. Mostly they're just gentle, you know. They're just yes. big, big teddy bears. Well, I'm so glad that you're doing well as well as you can be doing right now. And I'm glad that you have you have Walter because it sounds like you two need each other. Very much so. And and technically, just, just for the record, his name is Disney, and the barn name is Walt. So that's how he got that. Ah, love it. I love that. That's yes. perfect. Well, thanks a bunch. We appreciate you being on, Paige. I really appreciate it. It was a great honor. Thank you. Thanks, Paige. Well, the PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science, and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They are dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. In Paige's case... Almost 20 hands. I mean, it, seriously, like, <laughs> what type of Purina feed were they feeding that horse? I don't know. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put the research to the test at horseinnovation.com. That's horseinnovation.com. I see you sold a horse. I actually, yeah, I did something really cool. Um, the, the kind of backstory on this family is right after Christmas, a... Husband, wife, and daughter contacted me. They bought a horse and they were having some trouble with it. So I said, just come over and like, let me see if I can help you. And I'm, I guess they were having a lot of problems with the barn they were at and the trainers and all that kind of, they were just having, they were in a pickle is what I figured. Like They're in a pickle. They got this horse. They're not able to do things with this horse that they need to do. I, then they came over and it was the end of the month. And I was like, just leave them here. So... They left the horse, so now I've been boarding this horse named Max. He's a Frisian paint cross. And Max is a big challenge. And I was giving the young lady um, a lesson on Max, and it was time for her to hop on him, and then she was very nervous. And she was scared of the horse. He's huge. And so I said, let's back up. I've got this, I've got this really well-trained horse that you can just ride on and let's assess your skills and figure out kind of where you are and do all the things. So I put her on red. And for those who remember, red is the horse that I bought off of the internet <laughs> sport horse auction page from New Jersey. Like, and why would I do that? I'm like, let me buy a trained horse so I can ride it. And then it took two months for him to get here. And then I ended up having other horses that need to be ridden. And I just didn't have time, but I was like, you know what? I'll put you on him. And give you a lesson and we'll kind of go through all the things. And so she wrote him and I love him so much. Oh my God. I love him. I love him. I love him. And the parents obviously in a pickle with this other horse really want a horse for their daughter. And I said, they were like, you know, we're interested in him if, if he's for sale. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to let you guys get in another pickle. I said, here's what we'll do is I'll let you lease him. And you lease him for a month, two months, and if you still like him after all that, then maybe I'll consider letting you buy him. Which, I, as a business person, I'm terrible, Glenn. <laughs> like, I want to buy your horse. No, I don't think so. Uh, so, so it, it just, but I really want this family to have the right situation on the right horse. Um, so she's leased him and come out, you know, in crazy windy weather, he's a little spooky in the wind and he's definitely not perfect. And, and when he got to me, he, he was in an eventing barn in New Jersey and it's like high, heavy, hard work, you know, and it's like, you know, eventers, it's like, go, 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 get fit, get strong, keep gallop and jump and all this. And so when he got to me, that's kind of his demeanor. So I did a lot of stuff on the ground with Red and and Lucas named him, by the way, um, Red. Uh, <laughs> so I did a lot of stuff just trying to get him to relax. And then young Blakely decided to start riding him after that lesson and she leased him. And this hard charging, high intensity chestnut thoroughbred 
literally falls asleep all the time when she's riding him. It is the most beautiful thing to see. And so, you know, I always thought that maybe I did something crazy by uh, just just jumped right in and bought a horse in New Jersey and shipped him all the way to Oklahoma. And it was such a dumb idea, but now I totally get why I did that because I can't see the future, but something told me to get this horse for this child. And it is such a wonderful, cool partnership. And the awesome thing is she's going to continue to board him here and ride with me. And, and She's a 14-year-old awesome kid. Her mom is awesome. We're like instant best friends, you know, and the dad is great. And they're, they're just awesome family. And the fact that I now have somebody to ride with who <laughs> <laughs> likes to jump. Farm boy, he doesn't jump anything. He just rides Western. <laughs> and so she and I set up some gymnastics yesterday and I took Ace through and she's riding red and it was just super fun. Uh, so, yeah, they ended up purchasing him and and i'm really excited for them in the future so has chad now forgiven you for buying this horse chad was the see that's the weird thing about him is i get a parakeet and he won't talk to me for three days yet i'm like i found this horse online he's like you should get it it makes no sense glenn (laughs) that doesn't make any sense it makes no sense if i brought a cat or a goat onto this marm he would leave He'd be like, I'm out. But buy a horse from New Jersey and have it shipped down. He's like, that's cool. It's a nice horse that you're going to want to ride. That's great. Because I think he understands that. And that this is the thing that husbands, the, the husbands that get it, get it. And you get it because your wife is also like me. We're nicer and better people when we have ridden horses. And oh, we there's come no question about that. that. Yeah. No question. And so I think my husband is always on the hunt for that perfect moment of like, Oh, she's happy. She's coming. She's here. She comes. Here she comes. Oh, she's smiling. <laughs> That's what happens when we ride horses. And so it's just a great, um, so th- I think that's why he's so supportive of the horse stuff. He wasn't super supportive of, um, my new old horse, Jack. Uh, but again, I'm not going to get the satisfaction of riding new old horse as I am as a sport horse that I'm purchasing off of a internet auction. I mean, how many horses have I bought off an internet auction? All of my horses. What is wrong with me? Who does that multiple times? Anyway, I do, I guess. When I think back in time, there was a year period of time, just life and moving and things, jobs and stuff, where Jennifer didn't have a horse. I th- there's only one year in oh, all the time the I can time. think of. And she was the, she wasn't miserable. She was just sad. You know, yeah. just sad. Because Jennifer doesn't get pissy. But she got sad. She was just sad <laughs> the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of thing that I think the reason men, great husbands support this kind of thing. And if you don't have one of those, then keep looking because this is a, this is your lifestyle and this is what makes you happy. Just like there's Chad, a quantity limit to that support though. Listen, don't <laughs> it's black or white. It's a yes or no. It's not yes, but it's yes. And Okay, keep that in mind. But no, I think that there's a, it's like when when my husband comes home after playing golf, he's just nicer. Like I, and I get it. I get it. Go do your thing for several hours. I'm going to go do my thing for a couple hours and then we'll come back and we'll just be happy together. It's so fun. (laughs) Well, on that note, let's find out why others are unhappy. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Yes, um, these are all very sad problems that are submitted by our auditors. Now, I I know somebody who has just started listening to the show, Glenn, and she came up to me yesterday and said, what's an auditor? You guys talk about these auditors all the time on the show. What is it? Glenn, explain what an auditor is. I feel like we explain this too much on the show, but I guess not. <laughs> nope. She just started listening and, and she's like, I don't, I What's don't a, know what that is. Okay. Well, I won't use her name, but what an auditor is, is it's somebody that's a super fan of the show and wants to get additional content. So like when the show's over today, we will do an extra 10 minutes, sometimes half an hour, depends on how, uh, how much we get going. But, uh, and it's random stuff. It can be about horses. It can be about life. It's just us talking about things we can't necessarily talk about in the main show. And it's not child-friendly in the post-show. So extra content. Extra content. You get to be part of the Auditor Facebook group, which is a super 
Facebook group. I mean, it's one of the best Facebook groups I've seen, and I belong to a lot of them. Uh, and all the subgroups, they have a lot of subgroups. So they have subgroups for dogs, and they have subgroups for he- mental health, and uh, they have subgroups for almost everything. There's like 20 subgroups. So you can be part of this family of people who listen to the show, and that's really what it is. It's, it's a family of people who listen to the show and happen to like what Jamie and I ramble on about every day. And, and how does she become an auditor? Go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And for it does require a donation for as little as $3 a month. You decide how much you want to donate. And that is how you do it. And that's what it is. And it's just a cool kids club. So um, these are on Sunday nights. I go into the horse, horse Radio Network auditor's Facebook page and I say, what is going on? This time I posted a photo of Homer who is making his way into the bathroom. You can see my feet as I'm sitting down going pee. And the the problem was Homer is having uh, his equestrian first world problem is that I won't let him sit in my lap when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Homer's which, so spoiled. Which, by the way, he's... He's like 50 pounds now. He looks huge. He does look big. He's like six inches tall and 50 pounds. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, so Kayla, be, yeah, so she's going to kick off our equestrian first of all problems. And I get it. I just ordered a new pair of dry shots, which, by the way, is the greatest mud boot there is. You got to pay to play. Worth it. I just ordered a new pair of dry shots, but they won't be here for a few days. And my barnyard is a mud bug, and my old muck boots have busted heels, and my socks keep getting all wet. I don't. I think they're not a sponsor, so I can say this, but I think muck boots went down in quality at some point. We still love our muck boots, and then they started falling apart. I don't know. I think they changed factories. I have or not. I have not had good luck with any boots except for the dry shods. Yeah, you're right. And I've had mine for years now. And remember, we found them at Awisa, the first Awisa they came to, and we yeah. talked to them. Yeah. And and they were talking about being sponsors, and yeah. they were like, do a review. Apparently, I didn't do a good review. I, I didn't have <laughs> enough time with them. You know, it was like, try these on and review it. Yeah. And I liked them, but I have no idea how. You could do a review now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They last for years and years, and they're warm, and they're tall, and they're awesome. Uh, anyway. Not a paid spot there, by the way, because they haven't paid us for that. <laughs> not a commercial. They don't pay anything. Uh, <laughs> April says, oh, poor April. I went to Tractor Supply for horse food, but they were all sold out of baby chicks. <laughs> Sharon did come in under that time to go back to the chicken auction. <laughs> Very true. Oh, by the way, Parakeet Gate, speaking of chicken auction. So I was trying to be a cool mom. Got my kid a parakeet, two parakeets. One died. Um, Spent a week trying to find another one, got another one. And I don't know if you've heard them periodically through the show, but they're very happy together and they make a lot of noise now. They sing. A new they romance. Sing. So your 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 solo parakeet was bored and lonely. I thought um, I ended up with two males and other people have corrected me and said I got a male and a female. Oh, so oh, side gig, parakeet breeding. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. It's a secret. Lucas goes, uh, he goes, is that a male and a female? And Lucas goes, we don't know yet. We don't. It is kind of hard to tell. You can turn them over and still can't tell. So (laughs) we don't know yet. We don't know, dad. (laughs) So good. Lucas is lying for you now. We're, we're not lying. We're omitting facts. Okay. That's what we've decided. Kaylee says, I taught my daughter how to drive the tractor. So it makes doing chores so much easier. However, Suddenly, I'm being back to being like gate opener. (laughs) Do you know, this is the greatest thing is now, Lucas, I'm like, get out and open the gate. That's so great. Yeah, that would suck to go back. Oh, he's going to start driving and I'm going to have to open the gate. (laughs) There you go. God. (laughs) Carrie says, my horse looks so good and everything. And I feel the need to buy him. Well, everything. Only problem is that when the mail carrier dropped off my huge box of saddle pads I bought from the Netherlands, guess who was the only one home? My boyfriend. Bought from the Netherlands. (laughs) She's importing saddle pads at this point. (laughs) 
It's winning right there. Must be that there. Swedish company or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're awesome. She posted pictures. So I'm like, ooh, give me that link. Uh, Sharon said, I've got clinics coming up for my driving horse next month and a show for my riding horse in May, but everything is like weeks away. In the meantime, I have to go work at my job. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, driving horses and riding horses. I don't have time. Um, Adrian says, I need to go to bed, but my dog is asleep and so cute. And the picture she has posted is of her sitting on the couch and her dog is very comfortably in her crotch. And so she can't, <laughs> you can't move. You're stuck. You live there now. <laughs> um, Meta says, oh, so sad. I'm making so much money on my side gig that I like actually have to make trips to the bank to make deposits. Well, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> hey, when that happens. How long did I beg you to pay me via PayPal? Because I hated depositing your checks. You like did. it's yeah. such a pain. Yeah. We don't have you to can do, do that, that on anymore. your phone now. You know what's really awesome is that he finally started paying me via Yeah, but I still have to deposit the checks, Glenn. I used to have to drive. Now I do it on my phone. But then I was like, you got PayPal and it was awesome. And like for two months, I got paychecks via PayPal. And then you sold the dang company. Ruined it all. Um, Kara says, I videoed my whole ride yesterday. And now I'm trying to cut out a three minute piece to send to my instructor. And it's taking forever to save. <laughs> videoed your whole ride <laughs> you just video three minutes <laughs> um and then finally ariel i'm finally getting my own trailer yay but now i have to restore it because it's a 1986 heart trailer that's been sitting for like two years and it's like so much work oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the joy of re restoration right glenn that's right that's right no. <laughs> To ask Not Chad really, how yeah. good he feels about restoring and building a new shed. Pay the money. <laughs> Buy a nice one. Yeah, I kind of wish um, I had paid somebody to put that fan in yesterday, too, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I have I have one. I have one. Uh, I have a question. First of all, problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's mine. I, yesterday, cannot decide... Which four-year-old gray horse to ride? My like super awesome baby thoroughbred or my super awesome baby Andalusian? <laughs> I just said that yesterday. I was like, which four-year-old gray horse do I ride? I mean, seriously? It's like, oh my God. I can't ride both. I, too, I get too sore. <laughs> well, before we let you go, I got to tell you something pretty awesome, Glenn. Um, I, I got a couple of horses in from Horse and Hound and I'm getting so good at looking at their horses faces and i look at one horse and i'm like oh you're gonna be trouble you're gonna be trouble and i look at the other one and i was like oh my god you're an angel you're an angel this horse his name is grover okay grover i mean you I have to name. have this horse he's a muppet you know yeah. <laughs> sesame street muppet so his name is grover and he was put into race training and then never raced and he's been turned out for almost three years, three years, this horse has been standing around doing nothing. So I'm like, I could tell by his face, he's just going to be a good boy. But I mean, he hasn't, he was started and never raced. And then, you know, there's a lot that could happen in three years. So, um, I get him yesterday, day before yesterday was the first day. And I usually start with a join up and I see if I can, you know, touch him everywhere. And then can I tack him up and then can I long line him? And if I can do all that, which rarely happens on the first day, then sometimes I'll get on him. And I ended up getting all the things done. And I get on this horse that has not been ridden in three years. And he was perfect like i mean he's green obviously he doesn't know anything but he wasn't spooky he wasn't looky he didn't he wasn't upset he didn't get mad he just was kind of like one of those horses like okay let's do that and so yesterday ride number two and i was like hey farm boy we'll see if you can get a western saddle on him because we try to prep him for anything this is oklahoma after all uh see if you can put the western saddle on him and ride him you know it's a belly cinch and everything does all that long line him Totally fine. I'm like, well, get on. He gets on him. He's riding him around. Hey, let's go to the arena. This is the second ride this horse has had in three years. And farm boy is cantering him around the arena like nothing is wrong. Like nothing's happening. 
it was um, incredible. So anybody who is constantly y'all y'all message me all the time i can't keep track of it but those of you who are looking for a super cool he's about 16 hands uh thoroughbred he's gelding he's five years old he is as sane as they come i call jessica troop who adopted a horse she now calls ivan his name was secret deployment i think and uh, i was like dude i have another ivan if you know anybody that wants a horse like yours, here's another one. I am so excited about this horse. He's going to be awesome. And he comes from the same place as uh, one of the last horses I had called Beggar. And they both came from the same place and they both have the exact same demeanor. And one of, I'm not going to say who, but one of our auditors has just put in an application for Beggar. So come on, people. Oh, yay. Let's get the good ones. Very come cool. on. That's uh, cool. I'm, I'm going to make the other one good, but so far he's, he's struggling with his emotions right now. (laughs) So we're having to go a little slower with him. (laughs) Well, tomorrow, or we're going to have a full week of shows for you. So look at that tomorrow. We have the, uh, you know, I don't even know what tomorrow is. I think it's endurance tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. But I never know which day of the (laughs) week because it's, you know, it's the first Tuesday or the second Tuesday. It's the first Tuesday of the month. That means it's a side saddle episode tomorrow. Uh, And then Jamie and I will be here Wednesday and Friday. However, Friday, I'm going to be on the road. I will be doing the show, but I'll be doing it from Wellington. So on Wednesday, we're heading down to Wellington. Yeah, I know. We have to go to Wellington, and uh, we have to go to an event on Friday night, and I'm going to get to see Reese, and I might even do the show Friday morning from Reese's uh, Dressage Farm down there in Wellington. So we'll, we'll do that. Hold on, auditors. We'll do a short uh, a short post-show. I have a couple of things I need to talk to the auditors about, announcements I need to make for them. So we'll do that in the post-show, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Spay, neuter, geld. We went kind of long, so I'm not even going to play the post-show music, uh, and I, I don't think we'll be swearing. So it, it's still no kids allowed in the post-show for all new. I auditors. mean, I feel it like just, it should be. I know it should be given by now. So I did want to mention that uh, we do have cruise tickets coming in, being sold already. So thank you all that are booking. Uh, if you're looking at doing the cruise, go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the cruise banner at the top of the page. You'll see it there. Click on that, and you can contact our travel agent. A couple of you have asked about uh, why we have a different travel agent than the other cruises, and that's partly because of Equine Network has its own preferred people, so that's why that is. Uh, We will be doing, a couple of you have also asked, are we going to do the video like we usually do? Yes, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be doing a video for the auditors and release it to everybody, really, where we'll have a representative from Royal Caribbean come on and, and talk to us and you know we'll talk all about the cruise and what we have planned so that'll be happening in the next couple of weeks as well um so hey we're looking forward to hanging out with you guys next february they just go to horse radio network and click on the cruise banner for all the details somebody was asking about drink packages uh matter of fact she said quite a few people <laughs> big surprise our listeners our auditors were ex- asking about I, the I drink would be package. Asking myself. <laughs> so drink packages are not cheap, um, but they do come on sale. So whatever they are now, you'll want to wait because usually Black Friday is the biggest sale for drink packages. But they do they do have sales on drink packages all along. What it comes down to is you have to drink usually six to eight drinks a day to pay for the drinks package. Done. So but now over a six day cruise, that's a lot of drinking. Can um, I ask a question? Mm. Like, this may be a little sneaky, but like, no. say you bought a drink package no. and your wife didn't. Can no. you like grab if a drink? If one and- person in the room, that's a good question. If one person in the room buys a drink package, everybody in the room has to buy a drinks package. And that's to avoid what you're talking about right there. Oh, so like if you're, you mean the, your roommate? Yes, your roommate has to have a So if you drink and your husband doesn't, he can get the soda package and not the alcohol package, but you still have to have two packages. There is a soda version, you know, just sodas and And you can choose not to do anything and you can just pay per drink. You can pay per drink. Like, that's what I do because I don't drink six day to day. I I wouldn't be functional. So um, I don't drink that much a day. 
what usually happens, too, we've noticed, is that people that get the drink packages are good the first couple of days. They use up all the drinks, right? When you get to about the fourth or fifth day, and you're still at six to eight a day, you're, you usually don't drink that much by that point. You're winding down a bit. The drink package is unlimited. Yes. So do they put on your tab or do you have to have a cash or credit card every time? Or No, what? you just uh, you have your CPAS card. This thing gets you in your room and everything, and they just scan it, and it shows you have drinks packages, and you get your drinks. Uh, you know, but even you couldn't do six days a day for six days straight. No, I could sure try. I'm on a boat. I'm going to be drinking. You know what? I just Did you ever hear about the guy that went down with the Titanic that survived? He was the cook. And he drank so much. The boat was going down. He drank so much that it slowed his blood pressure down. So the cold did not affect him. <laughs> and he bobbed about in the water for hours. And he was alive when they got him. He probably could have fit on the like, damn door, too, though, when you think about it. No. Well, obviously, Jack could. I'm still mad at Rose about that. But whatever. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, but no, this is a real. This is a true story about the cook. He just drank he so much as blood. Because he drank so much that the blood alcohol like thinned his blood. I don't know. It was, it was some amazing story, but it's true. And so that would be me on a boat. I'm, I'm like, if I'm going down, I'm going to be the one to survive because my blood alcohol content is 20%. Okay. Madison was complaining. By the way, the glass bottom boats she was on probably have a 50 horsepower engine tops. I know which boat she took. And she was complaining she got sick, sick, seasick on that. Mm-hmm. It's like they go three miles an hour. <laughs> Don't judge us. I got sick on my stepdad's pontoon boat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're getting sick on a pontoon boat. You don't need to be on the water. No. Did I tell you my dad calls me like, oh, I swear to God. My dad calls me every, about every six weeks because I think he's forgotten that we've already had this conversation. Okay. And now his bitch-ass wife will not get involved and I can hear her yelling in the background. By the way, her name, Karen, uh, in real life. Uh, <laughs> so, he, every six weeks, Jamie, listen, I just really want to make memories with Lucas. Why won't you, and I'll hear in the background yelling and he's repeating what she's saying, why won't you let us make memories with Lucas? Okay, listen, uh, we want to take Y'all on a cruise. We'll go on a Disney cruise. Whatever you want, we won't take you on a cruise. And we want to make memories. Why won't you let me take my grandbaby out in the ocean? I'm like, because then I have to go. And I'm not going to go. I'm not, I don't do cruises. And then they'll call back. Why won't you let us take him on a cruise? Why won't you go on a cruise? Because I don't do cruises because I get sick. And it's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I've literally <laughs> talked to you about this 150 other times. I get seasick. I can't go on a boat. I just can't Send do it. Send Chad and, and you'll letting, get a whole week off. I said, I'm not letting... Oh, Chad will not... not he will not. No. <laughs> it, you could take him that on a spaceship. That would be divorced then. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not spending... Uh, that time it's not the cruise it's the other part yeah (laughs) yeah can we just take him uh, on the on the you know we'll just take him ourselves and i was like listen if you guys take my kid on a cruise he will come back 150 pounds heavier because there will be no boundaries (laughs) at all it's true because you can eat everything all the time everything all the time it's all he will do and i know him he's so good (laughs) got a great appetite but man i think all kids his age go through that little chunky phase though don't they he just he'll he it's not unhealthy food like he'll eat healthy food. He just eats so much. No, that's I'm what like, I mean. Okay. They go through that where they eat everything and then they get all skinny again when they. Then you know. he'll grow a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not worried about him. He's fine. But <laughs> we all went through that. and We all ended up skinny in high school. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's you're funny. still skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as skinny. Definitely not as skinny. Well, you know that's I think that's all the announcements I had for auditors. Um, I do have commitments from Helena uh, and Nikki that we're gonna we're gonna do another WTF show. We tried to do one before and they got sick or something. It was something happened. I remember it got canceled. So we're gonna try and do another WTF show and we'll get that done here soon for the auditors. And that's it. We gotta go. I got a lot of editing to do um, for this particular episode because we kept having to cut for me <clears throat> being allergic to the world. Apparently, yeah. <clears throat> we got the allergies here right now are terrible. You've you've been struggling today. I have. I have. I've been struggling to breathe. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you. Bye.